It's the Brian and Jen podcast. She is the conservative crusader. Well, that's because I walk around town with a with a cape on. It's kind of embarrassing. And you know, I call you my lovable liberal. Oh, uh, that's sweet. I... Most of the time. <laughs> and people who hear the Brian and Jen podcast, I'll let you figure out if you love me or not. Because you, you know, right, uh, right now you might go, ah, I'm on the fence with this guy already. So if you love me, you do. And if you don't, I'll feel badly. Okay. Uh, you know who I love? I do love former President Jimmy Carter. Mm. See, I'm already you really, you really do, and I, do. I never understand this. You know why? Because he wasn't a great president. I mean, he's a good human being, and that's why I love him. But he's not. He was not a great president. He was not the most effective president. I'll tell- <laughs> that's the understatement of the year. Well, but by the way, this is the idea of the presidency. I'll give you two examples. All right. The late President Ronald Reagan was a great president because he actually had an agenda and he was successful in implementing it. Mm-hmm. That's effective. Yes. Uh, President Clinton had an agenda and he used yes, it. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. I had more than one agenda. One I spoke about on the campaign trail yeah. and one on another trail behind closed doors. <laughs> he used the presidency. I like him too. He used the presidency effectively. President Carter was sort of not the best administrator, but in terms of human beings. Oh, and by the way, when it comes to smarts, like up here, and think about, you know, the current dude. Oh, I think about him all the time. He's a very smart president. Okay. Um, it's really smart to know what you don't know. I think President Trump doesn't have that intelligence. I think he thinks he knows even things he doesn't know. Carter. I think it, he knows a lot of it, actually. Okay. He's usually on the right track. Look, I, I don't want to debate Carter with you, but he said something that's newsworthy. He sure did. And uh, it, um, well, I'll tell you what. I want to share with you a moment from one of these recent Democratic debates. I think there's 107 currently running. That's exactly the number we're at right now. 107 uh, candidates and debates. Okay. All right. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? The DNC decided we'll have as many debate forms as we have candidates. That's right. So 107 is the current number. Mm-hmm. So at one of these, Julian Castro, who in my opinion is a punk, especially after this move. Listen to you. Yeah. I'm a tough guy. You turned on him. He goes after former Vice President Joe Biden because he thinks he exploits the age of Joe Biden. The former vice president is currently 76. And he says, instead of saying, hey, uh, Mr. Vice President, I think we need fresh blood and maybe a younger perspective. Instead of saying something respectful, he does. And you'll hear it. This. Are you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? It's an attack job. Uh, and and they it, used to work together like they're former colleagues. From the debate, Julian Castro really shines a spotlight on the issue of the former vice president's age and suggests he's senile or has some sort of dementia, a real low-class thing to do. What I support and what you support, Vice President Biden, is that you require them to opt in. And I would not require them to opt in. They would automatically be enrolled. They wouldn't have to buy in. That's a big difference because Barack Obama's vision was not to leave 10 million people uncovered. He wanted every single person in this country covered. My plan would do that. Your plan would not. They do not have to buy in. They do not have to buy in. You just said that. You just said that two minutes ago. You just said two minutes ago that they would have to buy in. You said they would have to buy in. To buy in, if she qualifies, are you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? Are you forgetting already what you said just two minutes ago? I mean, I can't believe that you said two minutes ago that they had to buy in, and now you're saying they don't have to buy. You're forgetting that. I said anyone, I mean, like look, your grandmother who like, has no money, she a healthcare system. You're automatically, that automatically enrolled. Enrolls people regardless of whether they choose to opt in or not. If you lose your job, for instance. 
that punk is Julian Castro, who thinks, by the way, he's scoring some great victory. But what he's done, look at your polling numbers, Julian, or Julian, I can call him. Uh, Julian, look at, l- look at your polling numbers. You did, you did, but, whole new you did butt guess when you went after Joe Biden because that's mean spirited. It's mean spirited. Well, I mean, everything is fair. I just think that his attack was stupid. It didn't do him any favors. It didn't get him any extra points. That's what it, I mean. Pretty pathetic attack because it didn't work for him. I also would take issue with these uh, those debate microphones because clearly Julian was able to just yell. I mean, railroading Joe Biden who couldn't get a word out. So former President Jimmy Carter, the aforementioned, has chimed in on the issue of age and the presidency and even the 2020 Democratic lineup of candidates. Uh, Former President Carter said that he believes, oh, by the way, in October, he turns 95. Mm -hmm. So he's the oldest living former American president. He said that he at 80. He's an age aficionado. Why? You don't give this guy credit for anything. I do. He's, he knows age. He's 95. Of course. Yeah. People who are 95, well, I listen to what they have to yeah. say. You're showing all the respect of Julian Castro a moment oh, ago. Oh, please. How dare you? I said he's an age aficionado. And you laughed. Well, of course, because that was funny. When you're 95. called a joke, Whitman. When you're 95, you have to tell me it's one. <laughs> when you're 95, I'll call you an age aficionado. You, you, you can. And you know what? I'm, I'd laugh and you, say, thanks for stealing my material. All right. Again. Again, right. I'm the great, thief, <laughs> the great thief. Great showbiz thief. So Carter's going to be 95. He knows a thing or two about um, unsteady urine flows and uh, oh please what, what? Come uh, stop I'm just kidding all right I love the man uh, he no. said he said in his own experience 15 years ago when he was 80 mm-hmm. he says at 80 he would not have been able personally right to meet the demands of the job and the office of the presidency it's a high stress job that was said by former president jimmy carter he said when asked about the 2020 democratic field he said he didn't mention a candidate by name he said quote i hope there's an age limit quote carter if i were just 80 years old if i was 15 years younger i don't believe i could undertake the duties i experienced when i was president yeah you know what is um sort of I, I don't look I, like I said, I think he's a good human. But the reason I don't buy Jimmy Carter's criticism of people who would want to do this job over 80 this is his personal experience. Well, I understand it's his personal experience, but he just announced that he voted for Bernie Sanders in 2016. Oh, so what? So, we, he's so in, Bernie Sanders is like almost 80. Bernie Sanders is 78 years old right now. Yes. Bernie, so if he thinks people that are that old can't do the job, then why in the heck would he support Bernie Sanders? Because he's 78. He's not 80 yet. <laughs> Brian! He's 78. He's not Give me 80. a break. You well, know what I'm saying here. You, you, guy, if he's going to be an ageist, if he's going to be ageist about no, this. No, he's not being an ageist. What he's being is honest about his own experience. Because, by the way, for four years, I know it was one term, but he was the leader of the free world. He knows what he's talking about, and he knows the, the challenges of the job. Spe- and that's why he voted for the guy who looks the oldest okay. on whole stage. About ages. Bernie Sanders, I'm 78. <laughs> Because Bernie, like a lot of people of, of a certain age, they want to like tell you how old they are every conversation. You know, some people yeah, maybe, they're proud. It's a marker. Yeah, I, w- I would sit down, you know, w- you know, like with my grandmother, and I'd say, "Nana, how are you doing?" I'm seventy-eight, is what I am. <laughs> so some numbers: Elizabeth Warren right now, yep, seventy. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden seventy-six. Yep. Donald Trump seventy-three. And Bernie Sanders, 78. 78. Okay, so, so all the front runners, all the front, all the, are old. All the, all the front runners, with the exception of Liz, all those men, if they're elected during their term, they will exceed the age, or they will meet, I should say, the age that science has concluded is the expiration date 
of a man in America. See, I think that uh, there shouldn't be age restrictions for for people to say someone's too old to run for office again. It really should independently be determined by the person and their capabilities. Would you vote for a 20-year-old? Uh, it depends on who the individual is. Really? I mean, uh, truly, truly. There are plenty of people like, I'm sure you like Mayor Pete, who's 37. He's just over the age that allows people to run for the presidency. And I don't consider him to be too young. I just don't think that... He's my candidate because he seems to be shopping socialist ideas. So I wouldn't vote for him. I will vote for Donald Trump because he is energetic. People like Elizabeth Warren because she is energetic. Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders don't have quite the same energy that Elizabeth Warren and Donald Trump do. Well, if we're going to have this national criticism on the Brian and Jen podcast, we reflect what's being said all across the country here. If we're having a national conversation about people aging out, becoming too old to be president, then it's only fair as your lovable classical liberal to say sometimes people are too young. And don't take my word for it. The founding fathers in the U.S. Constitution put a few rules in Mm -hmm. in order to be elected president. They say you have to be 35. Based on what you just said, it follows that you would support uh, repealing that amendment. No, I, respect, repealing... I actually respect the Constitution. I think it's there for a reason. Forgive me, it's not an amendment. But Right. I respect the Constitution. I think our, for, our founding fathers actually thought this through and said, hey, let's make a stipulation that it won't be 35. But they didn't put a cap. And so to put a cap on the other side of it and saying people are too old to run, I think that's ridiculous. I think people need to know what their limitations are. And I actually would put out there that Joe Biden actually isn't too old to run, as Jimmy Carter might suggest, or as Julian Castro might suggest. I think this has been Joe Biden all along. He's made gaffes all the time. People have caught him in those gaffes, but they haven't had the cell phones to record him. I think this is just who he is. A former president, Jimmy Carter, says there should be an age limit when it comes to the presidency. He says 80 is the year that he kind of remembers was the time when he no longer could able would have been able to be president of the United States. And we thank uh, the former president for chiming in on this. It's the Brian and Jen podcast. One final note about the man I love, President Carter. Oh, yeah. He was asked many years ago, Mr. President, as you look back on your life, what is the greatest accomplishment of your many years? Gas lines. Without hesitating, he said, marrying Rosalind. Oh, no, that is sweet. and they're a great couple. And you yeah, know, they're, yeah, and still love each other today. And we have that great partnership. Yes, we do. Yes, the two of us. Uh-huh. Are you kidding? Brian and Jen podcast. Thanks to Dr. Seb Gorka for always saying nice things about us. That's right. It's the Brian and Jen podcast. See you next time. It's